Well, welcome back to the Teach for Endurance podcast. Um, it's been a while. It's been a busy time of year, so uh, I haven't had an opportunity to upload my next one, even though I've been looking forward to it. So we're going to get uh, right into it. And actually, this is our fifth one. So if you're keeping count and moving along, our, our next uh, topic today that I wanted to discuss, and while not long, I think it's pretty important. So I hope you guys get an opportunity to, to take something away from it. So this one we're going to title, What If? And, you know, I'm not a big fan of hypotheticals. In most instances, I'd rather just go experience or learn something to have the answers rather than always asking what if. In endurance racing, playing the what if game could drive me literally insane. I mean, just imagine it. Here are some questions that certainly have crossed my mind, but I haven't allowed them to to crush me. So what if I didn't train enough to finish the race? What if I don't meet the cutoff times and get pulled off the course? What if I get kicked in the face in the water and my goggles come off? What if I get a flat on the bike ride? What if my IT band starts acting up on the run? What if there's a shark in the ocean with me? The negative side to all these what-ifs is that it puts me, or you in that case, if, if you ask yourselves these type of questions uh, constantly, it puts you in a constant state of worry or concern. If you're always worried about being prepared for every possible outcome, you will drive yourself insane. It may be a slow insanity, but it will make you bonkers. By anticipating possible scenarios of what could go wrong in advance, you'll never enjoy the present that's sitting right in front of you. Now let's imagine this what-if dilemma uh, as a teacher in the classroom. So here are some questions that I'm sure have crossed some teachers' minds at some point uh, during their career. What if the students don't like me? What if the principal comes in and my class is out of control? What if I make a parent mad? What if my coworkers don't like me? What if the students are not engaged in my lesson? What if the students don't learn the material I've presented to them? This list could go on for a long, long time. And you know where it'll get you? It's a dead-end street called misery. Luckily, there is a way out of this maddening hellhole. Step one is go ahead and answer some of your what-ifs with an outcome or maybe even a possible consequence. Step two is to be proactive and discover a solution or a possible solution to these perceived consequences or outcomes. We're going to go back to my what-if questions uh, regarding uh, just prior to an Ironman race or while I'm in the Ironman race. But we're going to go back to the what-if questions, and we're going to be proactive about them and kind of think ahead of the experience, uh, if you will, and answer our own concerns before those concerns can cripple us uh, at bad times, such as right in the middle of a race or while you're swimming or whatever the case may be. So the first one was, what if I didn't train enough to finish the race? So I answer that ahead of time. And the answer is, well, it's a little late for that now. I need to do the best with what I got and learn from the experience. What if I don't meet the cutoff times and I get pulled off the course? Well, at least then uh, I was able to experience a glimpse of something most people have not had the opportunity to enjoy. Maybe uh, the, the consequence or the outcome that I, I want to have would dictate that I train harder and smarter before the next race and come back again with the knowledge I've learned and uh, obviously hopefully do better. What if I get kicked in the face in the water and my goggles come off? Well, if I'm in an Ironman, I would assume that I know how to be comfortable in the water, so I shouldn't be worried about this in the first place. But if it does happen, and it does, it happens in every race to me, uh, I know because I've answered ahead of time. I relax. I tread water. I locate a volunteer. I find my goggles since they'll float anyway. I grab onto the volunteer's paddleboard, put goggles back on, take a breath, and then I get back at it. 
Next is one that always crosses my mind because it takes time to, to take care of because I'm not like a professional uh, tire changer. But what if I get a flat on the bike ride? Well, the key for this is you better learn how to change a flat well before the race and have the proper items with you to change a flat when it does occur. And oftentimes in the 112-mile bike ride, you're going to get a flat. What if my IT band starts acting up on the run? The IT band is this pleasurable little strap of leathery sinew that runs down the outside of your leg to the outside of your knee. And when that thing gets uh, painful and locked up, it's, sometimes it's even hard to move. Well, I certainly wouldn't go into a race without being ready for that bad boy. So I know ahead of time, because I've answered this question, what if it starts acting up? Well, I know that I have a set of stretches and movements which help alleviate the pain, or I can simply change to a walk-run cycle to ease the pressure. More than likely, if I did well on the swim and bike, I could walk the entire marathon and still finish the race on time. And finally, my personal favorite, especially when I was out at Alcatraz doing that race, what if there's a shark in the ocean with me? Well, think ahead, answer that question. What if there is? Well, they live in the ocean, so if I choose to do a race in an ocean, then they're going to be there. Uh, however, unless I'm bleeding profusely or wearing shiny jewelry that's shining off the sun's rays in the water, more than likely, I'm just not that important to the shark, so I don't need to worry about it in the first place. Now let's go back to the what-if dilemmas uh, that a teacher might ask themselves uh, any time throughout their career. Uh, I'm sure there's many other questions they ask themselves, but these are just a few that came to my mind. So what if the students don't like me? Well, answer, ask yourself that question. What if they don't? What are you going to do about it? Or what's a possible outcome? Or how can you change it? And my answer to that would be if I was in that situation, I'd be realistic. Kids just want someone to love and listen to them. Don't overanalyze a bad day or week for perceived vendettas that you believe the kids have. They usually don't think that deeply about you. Next one, what if the principal comes in and my class is out of control? Well, what if he or she does? Uh, I would hope, and I'm sure there are instances where this isn't the case, but overall I would hope that uh, your principal knows that kids can certainly be unpredictable. Have a method ahead of time which calms the students down. Some type of game, calming music, whatever you have or whatever you decide on as an educator so that when you see them starting to lose focus or uh, – going out of control, you can try to bring them back to center. It could be simple as exercises, yoga, music, uh, stretches. It could be a lot of things. Regardless, the principal should realize that there's going to be days like this. As a principal, they're an educator too. Uh, now, if this is an everyday occurrence, that's an entire podcast on its own. But for just once in a while, Think of a way that you can bring them back to center. And every kid's different, but I'm sure that you can come up with something that works for you in your setting. The next one, what if you make a parent uh, angry with you? Okay, well, what if you do? Most likely you will. Um, my answer to that ahead of time is if that does happen, I know that I'm going to be proactive and reach out. I'm going to have an honest discussion about what they're upset about. I'm going to try to find common ground and work towards a solution that benefits the child because that's who it should be benefiting, whatever the issue might be. Uh, also remember that more often than not, at least in my experience, when a parent lashes out at you, it has very little, if anything, to do with you. Often when someone feels they have lost control of some semblance of their own life, they'll look for other areas to try and control. You just happen to be an easy target. Uh, the next question is, what if uh, my coworkers don't like me? Well, 
my that's different for everybody. You're going to have to look at the mirror on that one. But my answer ahead of time to that is, well, what if they don't? I simply answer the question by saying, am I happy with who I am? If I am, then I'm not so sure what I'm worried about. Unless any of these people have been through hard times with me, helped me up when I've fallen, or know me inside and out, which most don't, then honestly, others' opinions shouldn't amount to much more than a pile of poop in the backyard. What if the students are not engaged in my lesson? Well, they're kids, and that very well may happen more often than not, or at least a few times in your career, so answer that what if. What if they aren't engaged in it? Well, before you teach said lesson, go through it and ask yourself, as a, insert age here, 12-year-old, 15-year-old, 9-year-old, whatever age it is you happen to teach, uh, child, would I feel like taking part in this lesson? Would I be engaged and motivated to learn? If the answer is no, you might want to go back to the drawing board and decide on what would make you want to be part of that class and engage in that lesson. The next one was, what if the students don't learn the material I've presented to them? Well, I can answer that one simply because I remember in school, I didn't learn everything the first time around either, especially math concepts. I'm still terrible at math. But anyway, answer it ahead of time. What if the students don't learn the material you've presented to them? Go into any lesson with the realization that plan A isn't going to go as planned anyway. It rarely does. Luckily, you have 25 more letters in the alphabet to pull from. However many ideas, plans, games, activities it takes, push through and be persistent yet patient. The kids will learn if you don't give up on them. I'm also a big fan of not worrying about covering all the material. I prefer covering less and providing a deeper learning experience. Uh, covering material and teaching material are two totally different concepts. Um, sometimes when you pull away at some of the amount that you feel you have to present, uh, you can go deeper into uh, content and give the children the time that they need to actually truly understand what you're trying to teach them. Overall, keep in mind that whatever worries you may conjure up in your head more likely are far worse than the reality, or they probably won't even happen at all. When the poop does hit the fan in life or in the classroom or wherever, it's going to be something that wasn't even on your radar. It will hit you from your periphery where you weren't even looking in the first place. Well, in the end, I, I hope you don't believe that you're the one actually controlling this swim, bike, or running journey, which are all metaphors for our life. Uh, the best you can do is keep swimming, hold on to the handlebars, and let the winds guide you where they may, all while trying to maintain a smile. But when life does throw those punches, be ready. Ask, what if life throws a punch at me? Your answer would be...